Hello, it's episode... Oh, Jesus, what is Audacity doing? Oh, look, off, are we off to a good start? <laughs> it's like the, the lines way behind... <laughs> where the... In the timeline? Ah, oh, Jesus. Fuck it. I hope it doesn't crash, but we'll just continue anyway. This is episode 81 of the Evil G podcast. Uh, I'm Colin, this is Stu. Risk taker, Colin, we're going to call you from now on. Jesus. Not even restarting the program, just fuck it, let's go for it. <laughs> My favourite thing. True. Yeah, hopefully it should hang in there. Yeah, of course it will. It'll be it's never let us down before. Uh, Game Awards happened. Yep, they did. We'll talk more about that later, but uh, yeah, who cares about awards? But, you know, Elden Ring, Game of the Year, was there ever any doubt? No, none at all. Definitely. They, they did. Although, I am surprised with, with how late God of War was released in the year. I'm surprised it was even allowed to be in this year's awards. Yeah, you think there'd be some uh, recency bias there? Uh, yeah, there has to be a cutoff point because uh, God of War was talked about a lot. It what, had what, 11 awards? Yeah, I won a shit ton. Uh, but I'm sorry, like someone should have mentioned how fucking amazing Evil West was. To me, that was like it definitely needed like that is technically an an indie game. I only found that out this week. It's technically an indie game. Um, but yeah, surprised, but none of that was released or mentioned. But apparently, there is like a mad cutoff point, which is like the nineteenth or eighteenth of November. So anything after that can't be included. So, as you say, you know something around as the ninth of November as. Uh, God of War was. It, it, there's a bit of a recency thing, but it just goes to show you how powerful uh, Elden Ring was when people are still talking about how amazing it was released at the start of the year. Mm. Yeah. Just hung in there. It only just, uh, sales-wise, it only just got topped by uh, Modern Warfare 2. That's right, die. Which, you know, it's Modern Warfare, it's Call of Duty, yeah. it's biggest thing. Yeah, held on to that biggest seller spot for most. Did mm. you... St- <laughs> I know you didn't watch the the award show itself, but did you see the guy sneaking up on stage with uh, me as and his team? I did. I did watch that, uh, you know, because obviously they were talking about it, and it's just so weird. He's just sort of standing there. <laughs> he looks about fourteen years old, just standing with these <laughs> Japanese game de- devs in the background. No one saying anything to him. And then he gets on the mic and says something about Bill Clinton. Aye, aye, aye. And then he got arrested. Yep. Good job, kid. <laughs> Hope it was worth it. Yep. Uh, right, so let's uh, talk about what we've been playing. Um, I just, uh, when I was writing down the, the show notes for this, I just uh, assumed on your part what you were going to talk about. I actually have two things to talk about. Oh, right. So, oh, well. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. It literally just came out like yesterday, so I'll talk about it. Like, I've been playing it all day yesterday, so. I'll start then. Because yep. I've been playing the new Need for Speed Bound, mm. and this is, uh, this is Criterion's the the burnout people uh it's their first need for speed since i think it's the most wanted isn't 12 yes maybe um and yeah the this is the best need for speed game in a very it feels really good driving the cars around um and uh well what more do you need that it feels good uh (laughs) doing the racing then then that's that's what you want um I didn't mind Heat, the, the last one, but this completely blew the water. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. It, it's uh, Like, when it comes to driving games, I think Criterion are still 
after all these years, they, they are the kings of the castle still. Well, sorry for the arcade racer. Yeah, it's just got that really good arcadey feel, um, and it, it does build in some of the the stuff that they've been doing on the Need for Speed. So you know you can sort of go for uh, like set your car up to more drifting or grip type, um, and it uh, you know it, it has downforce settings and and stuff like that. But it it simplifies it all where it just it, it's like a single. Uh, bar and you slide it towards grip or drift you don't have to know what exactly does those different things and then you put oh, nice. different parts in your car to be more suited to one or the other so yeah. it's a, it's like you'll have the bar and then there'll be a range in that bar that any particular car you can set it more towards you know if you if you like um do you know what a differential is in a car oh why? uh so like uh to be able to drift you want your, your it's the thing that that sits on the axle and turns the wheels and it'll take the path of least resistance. So if mm -hmm. whatever wheel has least resistance will turn faster. Um, for drifting, you want the wheels to spin at the same time. So, you know, you'll put that part on and that'll give you more, uh, more. you can slide more towards the drift side of the bar then. Um, so, you know, there's a, a wee bit of that, oh, I want to say Ford Grand Turismo style stuff, but it, it, it takes that stuff into account as well. But yeah, the, the, Driving's real good. Um, feels feels nice uh, in the the races. Um, you can get drifting around corners or or taking the corners um, as you're supposed to uh, if you want. And then like uh, the way you, nitrous works in this, you'll do certain things. You get this. Uh, there's two types. Um, so you've got burst nitrous. So if you drift around a corner, it'll build up your burst nitrous, so you can get that burst of speed to get out of the corner again oh, nice, uh, nice. to to make up for the fact that drifting technically is slower than mm -hmm. taking a racing line. Um, and it's like it, it it works where you need to use it there and then, or it'll just go back down again. It's it's not like you're building up a, a boost meter. You have mm -hmm. a, a separate nitrous for that stuff, but this is just like while you're doing things. It'll it'll go up and then you use it then or or it'll just go um, which is cool. I was in sort of two minds with the way it's laid out though, because um, right. basically it's got like a simple story. You know, you and and your friend build a car and start racing, um, and then there's a whole patrol thing uh, with the the guards. <laughs> <laughs> the garage you work out gets robbed and they steal all the cars and then two years pass and you're starting from scratch from the very bottom start car and then uh you're trying to work your way up um to this race that your friend is now putting on they're some sort of big shot with all this prize money to give away and you have to do uh i think it's three qualifiers uh events and then you qualify for the big race at the end and they're split into weeks and throughout that each day has a a day and night cycle and you have to do races and all to earn money each day um to upgrade your car and you have to get a there's different classes of cars as well so you have to get an s uh, an a class an a plus an s and an s plus to be able to do the final final race and then there's a there's a buy-in for each qualifier as well which gets higher every time so it's it's very much about managing your money um but for each race it being a need for speed game builds up your heat meter with the police which uh mm. you know gets you into more police chases and that um which i find can be kind of annoying because once you like 
some of these races, like it's a five five point scale, and some of these races are adding two points to your heat. And there's no way to take it back down again once it's up there. You oh. sort of have to risk it. Um, you know, so you're going to do a race and you could get into a police chase right after the race. And if you're at level five, they're throwing these big fucking military vehicles that just bounce you about mm-hmm. the place. But fortunately, I found something that makes that a lot easier. There is a very specific spot on the map or if you drive there it's under a bridge and you just park your car under the bridge right next to the water for some reason the police don't know what to do and they just start driving into the water and driving away and the helicopter can't see you because you're under a bridge um and (laughs) you can kind of just grind out you get money every time you lose them as well so you can kind of just grind out money by uh getting their attention and just driving under the um but uh, but it makes it easier if you want to get a bunch. You're just interested in you know putting all the parts on the cars as you can. Yeah, and it's got all the usual crazy customization body kits, lots of wheels, their livery editor, so you your car looking crazy if you want. To. Um, but yeah, the main What's thing. What's the anime influence then that they were talking about? Oh right, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So all the um, the actual characters in it are done in a kind of cell shaded like type thing so everyone looks looks like a cartoon character but the cars are still realistic looking and then the cars when you do burnouts and when you go over jumps there's all these uh, animated effects that come over your car like smoke and and wings flying out the side of them and it actually it's it's really really striking um just that in contrast to the the realistic looking cars um and you can change them there's a bunch of different ones um you can't uh, turn it off but I don't mind that because I like it, but it might not be everyone's cup of tea, but there is like a basic one that's just, yeah, black smoke comes out of your car when you spin the tires. I mean, it's supposed to be fun. It's need yeah. for speed. Exactly. Jesus Christ. If you want realism, go play Grand Tour. Um But yeah, the main thing is it plays well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, Criterion still still has it. Uh, it make you wonder like what what, what a new burnout would be like. Well, uh, it'd make you think, yeah, a new burnout could be good. Because, uh, like, mm. the you know, the one thing they can't do is have the cars the smash crashes. up. But even yeah. the, cr- the crashes in this look really cool because the car, like, you'll crash, your car flips over and the camera goes all crazy. Uh, mm. It's just that the, they can't, they can't do, like, you know, a soft body physics style stuff with yeah. the crashes. So the car gets dinged up, but it's a bit scraped in the... Your bonnet you can will be still tell what it is. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in burnout, your car will just disintegrate. Yep, you have no idea what the hell you're driving. You're just in a frame with some wheels in an engine by the end of the track. Mm. So yeah, you would definitely play a burnout if it was if it played like yeah, very very fun. Um, Happy days. Story's just like whatever. It's just a means yeah. to the end. <laughs> Give me a reason to. Re- I'll be interested to see once I get to the end of this because like. Obviously, you're doing the weeks and the, the qualifiers, and then what happens after you do the big race at the end? You have to keep races. Yeah, is there like any end game stuff or anything? Uh, I hope there is, because like, like there's a ton of cars. There's no way like within the time frame you having to watch your, sort of make sure you've got enough to buy into the event and that. Mm. You know, there's no way you can sort of do a whole heap of cars. And the way the the events are, like there's racing events, but then there's drift events. Um, and you kind of want the races. I know, I know the way 
I've been playing it anyway. It's like I want a grippy car for the races, and then obviously a drift car for. The so it kind of sometimes you want to have two cars running one time. But yeah, I I would definitely recommend arcade. There Let's take a look at it then. Has not been a lot of those games recently uh, that no. are that are particularly good. I know mm. uh, Heat was was okay, but it's like just the handling didn't feel quite. Like the, right. the, it was like the cars have no weight to them or, or something like that. Whereas this, they do feel weighty when you're firing them into into corners and that. I have downloaded, but I haven't tried yet. Um, that oh, what you, high on life? Oh yeah, it's yeah. More, more out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never seen. So the reason the reason we're discussing this is uh. Where I'm always just known Eurogamer for saying something is essential, recommended, or they don't give it a tag and they'll just talk about it. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I ever seen Eurogamer going avoid this game, and I was like, "Holy shit!" If Eurogamer are literally saying avoid, it must be really bad. I know what they're getting at there, but putting that on there is is likely to get me to try something. Yeah, yeah you want to see what the hell this is is about? Uh, it's on Game Pass. Oh, uh, there you go. So, I I wouldn't have bought it. Um, no, I'm willing to try it because it's on Game Pass. Um, like it's that game by Justin Roy Roiland, the yeah. uh, Rick and Morty guy. So I'm thinking, if you're the type of person where that type of humor just fucking grates on you, that mm. might be the reason why whoever can avoid. Because yeah, I imagine having a gun that just won't shut the fuck up and you don't find it funny at all uh, would get really old. Oh, the gun talks, does it? Yeah, that's its whole thing. All the guns talk. All the guns? Right, okay. And I'm guessing he's doing all the voices. Not all of them. I think he does one. And it is it is just the Morty voice. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, of course it's the Morty voice. Yeah. Uh, I, yep. I, th I think that game type of person, and I don't know yep. if that's me, but I'll find out. Yep. Mm, why not? Well, I, speaking of, you know, one particular guy, I played a game this week that was literally made by one person. Uh, mm. From start to finish, one person made a game, and it was called Choo Choo Charles. I don't think that one person expected it of attention. No, I don't think he did. Uh, th this seems to have split the internet in half. Um, some people are saying, hey, fair play, this guy made a game by himself completely. Although, he uses assets, but... He does credit all the assets because the credits is like 30 seconds long and he literally mm. does credit all the assets. So it's not like he made everything. He just put it all together, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So you're basically on an island uh, and you have a wee train and your wee train can go obviously around the tracks on the island. And on this island is another train called Charles who happens to be also a giant spider chases you around so your train has a gun he will try and eat you game on <laughs> and that is it that is what this game is you are trying to kill a spider train and you can upgrade your train you can upgrade your green you can upgrade your train's speed armor and damage and that's it oh and you can repair it when it gets damaged which is a lot more than it happens a lot more than you think um, you've wee side missions from people, and all that'll do is give you upgrade materials. I mm. think all in all, there's about 10 side missions and four actual missions. Like the game can be beat very, very quickly, but I decided to take my time. And, you know, I was, I'm in no mood for speedrunning this wee game. 
and I actually enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. Um, the main, the main chunk of this game is the fight at the end. Well, you can't get into a fight with him during the game, but he, if you do too much damage, he buggers off. So the whole point of the game is you have to collect these things that goads him into a, a one-on-one fight to the death. Yeah. But when you when you goad him into that fight, he gets bigger, stronger, and faster. So even if you've tried scrap him with him during the main game, the end fight's even bigger and tougher. Um, mm-hmm. And there's this pretty... The, there's, the, the Wii train mechanic is actually pretty cool because during the fight at the end, your train is getting the seven bells knocked out of it by him. So you have to let go of the gun, run into the main... I don't know what you call it, the main part of the... Because you're sort of out the back on a wee carriage with a gun. You have to put the gun down, run into the main part of your train, and you have to sit and repair it while he's still chasing you. I believe that's called the engine. Okay, we'll call it that. Yeah, you're probably right. So you're in the engine room, and you're you know fixing your train up while he's still chasing you and beating the piss out of you. And then you have to get back out there and fight him off again. But he's obviously just going to be beating the shit out of your train. So again, you have to let, put your gun down, run in there, and you know try and fix your train up. And, you know, that that's that's the the main chunk of the game is this big fight at the end, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, it's, as I was saying, people seem to think, "Oh, this is just an internet meme going too far." Um, do you know what people think this is based on? What I found out where this is all coming from, by the way. So the guy that made the game says this is based on a part of the Dark Tower. There is a book inside the Dark Tower book series. Mm-hmm. I think what do you call the main guy in those is Roland. Oh, I've never read them. All right. Well, the main character finds a book called Charlie the Choo Choo, right. and it's about this evil train that eats people. So it's familiar. That's, yeah, that's where this comes from. Everyone seems to be going mental. Uh, do you remember about was it ten years ago? People were modding Thomas the Tank Engine in the Skyrim. Yeah, that's where everyone thinks this is coming from. Uh, right. I don't. You're like. He's about. He's about. To, if if he was doing that, he's about ten years too late, folks. Um. So he's the guys came out himself, and he says, "No, it's from the Dark Tower, Charlie the Choo Choo, because there's literally a train that eats people." He added in the whole spider shit and all that there, because mm. obviously in the book, apparently Charlie doesn't come off the track. So how you this train eats people, I don't yeah. know. In this book, <laughs> seems like it'd be easy to get away from. Yes. <laughs> so obviously, giving them giant spider legs and making them really creepy and stuff is is pretty cool. But that that's the whole concept of Choo Choo Charles is you're fighting a spider train. Voice acting, I think, was all done by his mates um, and things like that. Uh, my, my my only r- real downside to this game was the price, but I paid for it anyway. Mm. But for what it is, I think 15 libs was a bit much. Um, but I'm happy to support a wee independent game maker who's not asking me for microtransactions or doing battle passes or seasons and shit like that. It's just, oh, no, here's my wee game. I'll give um, it. I'll give it this. It's a very unique premise. premise. Like, yep. you're not gonna see anything like this. No, anywhere I've else. Never at any other game where I'm having to manage keeping something repaired and fight something at the same time. And I, I don't so think I, at, at any point was it everything that was shown uh, said that would be in it is in the game. It was never really you know it's it's not like people got their hands in and be like oh is this it i thought it was going to be this this and this yeah it, it is what it said it was going to be i was like yeah yep. the, the price uh, it probably yep. is a bit what it is mm. but like you can't turn around pay it and uh, finished it in two hours um, what exactly did did you expect 
Well, it took me four and a half because I really took my time. I went exploring and stuff. You know, mm. there is wee stealth sections where you go into like caves and stuff, and there's Charles's worshippers, and if they see you, they will start shooting at you because they have guns. At no point on the island do you have a gun. You can only attack when you're on your train. So what I tended to do was just drive my train as close as I could to where they were all gathered up, make a bunch of noise so they came running at me and just shot the shit out of them all. The only problem is Charlie Boy will hear that noise and he'll come tearing towards it. So I found that out the hard way the first time. I was like, ah, happy days. I'm just gunning all these boys down. Now I'll go sneaking in here. And then Charlie Boy just came tearing out and tore my train to shreds and hit me. So <laughs> that, that didn't go too well. But the only other thing that caught my eye about this game is I think some people will think this is well, it is a cheap way of doing things. The guy was by himself, like, and he says himself he's not an artist, he's not really a coder of, of much. So what he's done with the assets, and I think this is actually very clever, I don't know what program is used, but he's taken, like, whatever these assets are, and for details, it looks like he's actually scribbled with pencil. <laughs> so, like, the, the, the shading and the wee nuts, and individual nuts and bolts on the tree, and they all look like they're hand-drawn, because they're not all perfect circles. And you know, sometimes when you're away and you sort of draw a circle two or three times and there's like maybe two or three circles, then you just notice all these wee things. And, and the wee dials on the train's sort of front panel, some of them are literally just drawn by hand. <laughs> and it's like, so he's obviously got some program, a, like a tablet and just drew circles and clock faces and stuff. And it's like, okay, he's found an easy way to do this without having to create all these 3D models and coding and stuff. So... It actually gave it a bit of a cell shady look, and I think that's what I enjoyed because I miss cell shading. I think it's uh, interesting, like how far game development's come, where one person who doesn't have a lot of expert makes something. Like mm. I, I assume it all works fine. Yeah, regardless the, of the length. There's no jank at all. Not that I have. I've not seen any crashes or weird bugs or anything like that. The only thing is, obviously, is Charles can be a you know Charles is pretty damn big, and he will. <laughs> Even if you're inside a house, he'll try and get in, and he'll sometimes, you know, glitch through the wall and stuff. But you know, the point is, if if you're outside and Charles finds you, you're supposed to get mauled. And if you're just lucky enough to be near a house, he'll sort of scratch around it, and then he'll bugger off because he realizes he can't get in. But that's the closest thing I've seen to any glitches or jank. But all no, I I I wouldn't call it a horror game either. It's it's just weird. It's the only way to describe it. It's not an action game because the only action comes right at the end. It's not a horror game because at no point are you really nervous because the game will always let you know when Charles is nearby because his, his music will start to play. And then if he sees you, there's no like, oh shit, I might get away. No, you're going to die. Especially <laughs> if he sees you and he comes and he gets up close to you because he just starts wailing you with the spider legs and your health just disappears instantly and then he'll eat you. So it's not a horror game. It's not an action game. It's not a walking simulator either, because there's you know a big action scene at the end. So I don't know how to describe it. It's it's very unique, and mm. if it's ever maybe on the cheap and you're really interested, maybe you might want to pick it up. In the Steam page, it's uh, positive. Yeah, I think a lot of people are sort of just impressed with a one guy made it and b as we were saying, there is literally nothing out there like it. So the other game I was playing, I got a new VR game yesterday called Compound. No and idea what that is. It's one of the best VR games I've ever played. It's fucking amazing. It is a roguelike FPS, but it knows it's like it is as video gamey as y you can get. It is just 
it's obviously a love letter to the 16-bit era because all the graphics it's meant to look like a 16-bit game the music is fantastic the guns feel amazing the reloads class you can double wield anything you want you know it's mm. all procedurally generated um oh, it's just so much fun and then there's like tons of things they unlock there's new guns there's mutate like so the base game you can carry two guns well technically you can carry three because you can shoulder one gun and then carry two more with each hand and you have to sort of like flick between like if you if you drop a gun it doesn't drop it hovers in the air so you can just grab it again quickly so you can like put your gun down right beside you reload the one you're holding pick up your other one again and start shooting away again it's just so fun and it's the the base game like i said it's kind of slow paced but then you get mute hitters and one of them basically turns it into like classic doom so you can carry 16 guns you move faster there's tons more enemies um but you know that their their bullets will move a lot faster and things like that so you know makes it old school you can get ones where you do where you don't have to do the reload the guns will reload automatically so you can just dual wield all the time but you know the auto reload will be slower than how quick you could do it so you know you have to sort of judge things like that but i think i'm absolutely loving it i genuinely do believe this is one of the best vr games i've ever played it's just so much fun like i say just it as far as i can tell it's you know a dystopian future and you're just fed up of being crushed by the big corporations so you're working your way up literally from the sewers to the top of the penthouse just blasting all the baddies henchmen yeah i'm like, looking at it it looks like a button mm. which why it's, why hasn't that happened i, I know there's obviously people have done their own sort of takes on it, but I am shocked that id Software have not officially done a a VR Doom yet. Well, the, the, it isn't um, one of them. One of them. Oh yeah, you're yeah, you're right. There was Doom V VRX or VXR, and that was PlayStation exclusive, which was the Doom 2016 done on VR, oh, and then then they done Doom VFR. three. That's right. They done Doom three VR, which was a strange choice. Yeah, well, I I, I, I want to like to me for some reason original Doom in VR would be a lot. Oh hell yeah! Well, like like I said, one of the things I have because obviously I modded the 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 headset was um somebody took Brutal Doom and made that in VR, and it's good fun, but there's just some things that are a bit janky because obviously it wasn't really made for VR. Yeah. But um, this compound absolutely fantastic. It's it is the closest thing we'll get to a proper vr doom especially like i said the mutator is called old school it's basically turns it into doom you move quickly the enemies move quicker there's loads of them you know you're carrying 16 guns and all the rest of it. and the guns obviously range from like your your pistols and your shotguns and then you get like rocket launchers grenade launchers the one i'm actually shocked at i think it's supposed to be a sniper rifle but i don't use it like a sniper rifle i just treat it like a a rifle, I guess, is a there's a big real gun, and I enjoy holding a submachine gun and a real gun at the same time because the real gun's good for taking out the bots, and then you can just shoot the the normal troops with a submachine gun. Mm. But the reload animations and everything are fantastic in it. But I really, it, really, really enjoying it. The reload animations, or are you just doing? The- you do the reload, but how <laughs> how it works? Sorry, I just call it the animation. Sorry, but how it works because every gun you know reloads in a completely different way. So. Like the grenade launcher, you'll do like the, you know, the Terminator 2, you know, where you have to 
push the, you know, flick the thing down, put the grenade in and flick it back up. Yeah. Whereas if you've got a rocket launcher, you sort of have to put your hand right down to like your knees because the rocket goes right into the back of the rocket launcher and you have to <laughs> stuff it in. So, uh, and then like the, the submachine gun, it goes along the top, you know, almost like a P90. Yeah. But then the assault rifles, like your classic reload. Uh, the only one you don't have to reload is the pistols, but they all overheat. So you have to be careful with them. So your pistol is always what you'll start with. Um, and then, like, if you can nip, well, you can technically accidentally drop your guns, but in every room, there is a emergency uh, pistol on the wall. So you, like, break the glass, <laughs> and there's always a pistol if you need one. So it's you're never running around going, oh, Jesus. So now I haven't even came across that yet, but apparently that's brilliant as well. The one I'm really looking forward to is, I think it's like a quadruple-barreled shotgun. Uh... So that's like I oh, you forget the name of that game. Um, a Proteus? Yeah. What a yeah. shitty name. Shitty name, but great game. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many games come out now. They just have these real generic half the things that aren't game awards was like, uh, I'm never gonna remember. Uh, but um I definitely recommend Compound. Um apart now this I don't I think it's been out on the PC for a while. And the one thing I've seen everybody saying is this is the first game. Because obviously I'm on Quest 2. This is the first game where you cannot tell the difference between the PC version and the Quest version. They've done the conversion that well. Well, it's like a low-res graphics. So True, I suppose I. But I would definitely recommend picking up Compound. I think it's absolutely... It's kind of like... Remember that one, that Robo Recall? Yes. Imagine Robo Recall. Without, except being able to grab and tear boys apart. But that nice gun feel... But you're actually running around levels, yeah. Because I would actually love to retry Robo Recall, but if they put in, you know, an actual locomotion, yeah. Because I I can't do the teleport thing anymore. It rags my pitch. It is really annoying, but that, like they always put that in games because some people can't handle yeah. moving around. Yep. I don't yep. motion sickness. Am, am yeah, I, I, at first, first time, I, oh, of course, it was like oh. I thought it was gonna fall over and that, but then yep, yeah, I was playing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sword fighting let me just throw myself up <laughs> it's just like give you it gives you a thing in the pit of your stomach like you're falling yeah it's grand i've never yeah, like, uh, no the only time i did like i say was playing that world war one fighter i'm okay in the world war two one because i'm in a full cockpit but if i thought i was outside that's when i started going it was it's still a weird thing i don't understand why my brain was doing that but um yeah compound is like i say i bought it yesterday it only came out yesterday and i spent a good five hours yesterday in my headset playing compound because I just like it's roguelike, so you die, you'll have lots of new stuff, and then you'll start again, as you know the roguelike loop is. Mm-hmm. But you're going in and you're you know you're dropping guards, and then you're finding the new gun that you've unlocked, and you're like, oh, what's this here do? And then you're just running around, just kicking ass. How you just you do feel pretty badass when you're you know getting into a room. There's about six boys in it, and you're just wiping them out. There's I know the last gun to unlock is a mini gun because it's literally in your office. You know, you start the game and you're in your office, and then that's when you go and do your thing. But the mini gun's literally there, and you can count the percentage to you having it. And I think I'm at the forty something percent, and I'm just like drooling at it when every time I see it. <laughs> the best game I've ever played in VR is still super. Oh, super hot in VR. I don't know if the VR. No, but I hear it's very good. Uh, just uh, the, I actually thought you were going to say Half Life. To be honest, that's what I thought was coming. Half Life's very good, but it's just super hot. It's just 
Like it, it just does Super that. Super unique. <laughs> uh, it just does that action movie stuff. You're sitting pulling John. Aye. Um, <laughs> you feel pure badass. Yeah, it works. It just works. Well, that's how you. That's what the uh, compound will make you feel like as well. Because you know the bullets, you know, are coming at you, and you can do the whole head dodge thing and then shoot back. It doesn't do it in slow mo, but the bullets are well, depending on what mutator you're using. But in the base game, you know, the bullets are doing that sort of. They give you enough time to react, so they do. So it's pretty damn cool. I would definitely recommend giving the compound a go. Shall we move on? Mm-hmm. I guess we'll just get in more stuff. Uh, right. Unfortunately. Sonic got beat by Gint. <laughs> what award was that? Whatever that, that was. That was the one award that the public was able to vote on. Right. And uh, Sonic fan and Genshin Impact fans were having a fight uh, to completely undermine any legitimacy that it had by having one of those two games won. Yep. But and- Apparently that new Sonic just very quickly has sold like two and a half million copies already. Yeah, when the bar is so low, it's easy to impress people. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, right, so we'll run through what was in the show. Not going to go into the award. I will say uh, Christopher Judge won Best Performance and then proceeded to think he won an Oscar and gave a speech that lasted minutes and they started playing him. I heard he was a hard man to get off the stage. <laughs> it's like, would you show? And they had Al Pacino there uh, presenting this award, which was a bit of a surprise. Um, you see, he's like fucking 102. And they, he had a stand at the side of the stage where Christopher Judge drooled on and on. And you're like, someone get that man a seat or something. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> and then after that, everybody um that won an award and got to go up in the because not everyone but everyone mm. that won an award and got to go up in the stage after that got the playoff music after about 30 seconds uh. so he took up everyone's speech good job uh right so first thing was uh dead cells is getting some dlc and it's castlevania dlc i'm, I'm shocked it's at like, that actually the, it's the closest thing you're gonna get to a new castlevania game now I have every reason to pick up some to pick up Dead Cells. Dead Cells so uh, yep. I played a bit of it and loved it, but I've never actually got around to picking it up myself. So now that's it. No more excuses. This is the closest thing to Castlevania. Doesn't really play like Castlevania. Sure, no, <laughs> but you've got Dead Cells guy. I uh, guess one of the Belmont L cards there. Mm. Um. And then Vampire Survivors is coming out on mobile, or it's not coming out. Is out on mobile for free. Um, Don't know if that would. Would that be playable on such a small screen with so much mayhem happening? It's not how I would want to play it, I know that for no, sure. No, definitely not, no. I'm surprised they didn't come to consoles. Is it still? Yeah, it is, it's on Xbox. It's not on PlayStation or Switch or anything like that. How come Sony doesn't kick up a fuss about that? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking marks. For Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty marks. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, also, you have it on PC. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I have it already. Like, it's fucking brilliant. But I'm just saying I'm surprised it hasn't arrived on the consoles, even though it's on mobile now. The DLC for it is out on Friday. That's a, a new map. I will be getting that. It's one new map, but it's, like, got... The map's got different zones and a castle in it and stuff. And depending on where you are, you'll get eight new characters. Right. Uh, Ubisoft is releasing a sequel to Valiant Hearts. Surprise, Ubisoft. And that's... Hey. Is that that game that isn't very manly? No, that's that. Or is that that's, that that's what do you call that again? Um, that just got it. That's Valorant. 
Ah, fuck, that's not manly enough. Anyway, sorry, I got mixed up. So All these things. This is valid. I think that this is the World War Two or World War One adventure game. Uh, right. It's got this really nice art style. It's all 2D. Um, oh, I've yes. Never, right, right, right. Never actually played it myself. Mm. Uh, Returnal is coming to PC, which I think everyone knew. Uh, latest Sony to PC. Housemark have recommended 32 gigabytes of RAM. Fucking mad is that? What? What in the fuck? Hey? Um... Yeah, so this next one I think you'll be definitely interested in. Hellboy Web of Word? Word? W-Y-R-D? Word? Yeah, weird. You're a Hellboy guy, right? I do enjoy Hellboy, I, I do. Um, so, it looks interesting. Yeah, it's got a hell of a look to it. It's it's just yeah. like straight out of the comic books. Um, It looks very action, almost Souls-y, like dodge attack type thing. Mm. It's a roguelite. It almost puts me in mind of did you ever see that very cool um that cool blood drain game that was all hand drawn? Yeah, yeah. It the way it plays almost puts me in mind of that. Well, that's it, just gold by trailer. This is three D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying just the, the, the combat style. Uh they showed some of that Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is PSVR two game, which does not I mean it looks pretty, but is it worth five hundred and fifty quid? <laughs> Plus, the other five hundred quid you need for your PS Five. Oh, I, so I, on top of that, I was assuming you already had a PS Five, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not a lot on that PS VR Two to justify its price at the moment. No way. Anything on it is already on the likes of your mm. Oculus and things like that. So why the five hundred quid limit? Don't yeah. know. Um, there is a survival horror game called Post Trauma. Uh, which has fixed camera angles, um, freaky looking stuff, and a protagonist who is a wee fat man beating about. <laughs> right? Did you see this, this one? This one must have slipped past me. Um, yeah, it's a indie uh, title. Uh, it looks like one probably to keep an eye on. It's got some very heavy Silent Hill vibes and could be quite creepy. Quick look here, sorry, forgive me. Yeah, post trauma. Uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, not sure about. Uh, wonder if it's going to be all fixed camera. Um, Keep my eye out for that. I uh, do enjoy the indie horror scene at the moment. Yeah, it, it seems to be where the genre is staying alive. Um, well, well, that and Capcom. Capcom, yeah. <laughs> I forget about Capcom. Um, some uh, the first person puzzle game called Viewfinder. Yeah. First person puzzle game. I like first person puzzle no game, but it, it looks like an indie first person puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, Among Us is getting a new mode called hide and seek, where it's just like you hide from the imposter. So the thing is, uh, people have been sort of playing this th themselves for long enough. So Inner Sloth went right. Let's make this an actual mode. Right. So where people do like no voting. Aye, aye. No voting. Just hide and seek. So now Inner Sloth went, right, we see you enjoy doing this We sort of thing yourselves. Here, we'll make this an actual mode for you. Because some people would go in, I say some people, I often went into games and didn't realize what I was supposed to, because everyone's all, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing the game. Oh, we're not doing that, we're doing this. And I'm like, uh, right, shit, sorry, I didn't know. So hmm. now there'll be an actual game mode for it. Um, 
Next, we have a, I guess, adventure game? Um, platformer adventure type thing uh, called After Us. Oh, um, uh, yeah. This, playing this white-haired girl in this weird, looks post-apocalyptic world. Um, you're jumping, doing jumping puzzles and platforming and shit. It looks interesting. It, mm. for some reason, reminds me of... Um, what did you call that one with the guy that created Silent Hill on mm-hmm. PlayStation? Or flying about is this girl? There's two of them. Oh, uh, uh, Gravity Rush. Gravity Rush, eh? Except the, the uh, there's also a, a, a ghost dash hound, if you like. A giant ghost dash hound. Um, oh, this one, this one definitely got my attention. Uh, replaced. Uh, 2D pixel art um, cyberpunk action game. It looks ah, fucking yes. gorgeous. The animation, dear Jesus, the animation. See, like really well animated pixel art just looks yep. so fucking good. Um, and the lightning, it looks amazing as well. Not sure how it's going to play, but definitely interesting. That I think that is releasing on Game Pass too. Yep. After, as soon as I seen that, I thought, oh, Colin will be interested in that one. <laughs> Street Fighter Six got a date. It did. Second of June. And some worrying news. <laughs> <laughs> what was the worrying news? There is, is it four different editions you can pre-order? <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. So you can pre-order Street Fighter five or 6 for 50 quid, or is it 55? Whatever, whatever, right? Uh, and if you pre-order, you get 10 colors for six fighters. Okay. So instantly I went, right. There's going to be in-game currency. There's going to be a shop like five. Okay. Then there's the £75 edition that comes with Character Pass 1. Right. Character Pass 1. That's normal. There's the £90 edition that comes with Ultimate Pass 1. Is that not just all the character? Like a season? Oh, no, no. It's Ultimate Pass 1. Oh, right. Uh (laughs) So. Is that maybe just like. Okay, so that's the first season of characters where is where the cheaper one is the first characters of the first the the first pack of the first season. Because correct, then- correct me if I'm wrong, but, but didn't uh, Mortal Kombat do this as well? They had character packs that made up several character packs made up a season and then multiple seasons. No, you're you're thinking of Street Fighter Five there, bud. Mm. Um, Mortal Kombat does have character passes. Um, but they're they're just like they're, Mortal Kombat is they they obviously like they announce a pre order bonus mm. so they'll have Goro or Shao Kahn or something yeah and then when the game's out then they'll start talking about their DLC and I have to admit fighting games do get to me a wee bit these days because DLC seems to come out so goddamn close to the game you're like that was finished yeah. you had that ready to go you've come been, on you've been working on DLC before I. I think that's what's getting me now. It's just like, uh, can we not just, can we not just get a game where you can maybe wait at least six months and then go look? Here's a new character. Or in Skullgirl's case, they made us wait six years before they give us a <laughs> DLC character. Yeah, they need to be making that money. Yeah, but oh. that's the only thing. I'm sort of, I'm sort of going right. I don't think I'll buy Street Fighter Six immediately. I'll wait for Super Street Fighter Six or you know. 
whatever you know whichever one they I got, released that has all the characters in it yeah i got burned pretty badly with street fighter 5 so i'm like yep yeah, i'm gonna hold off no that's or that's wait for enough. a sale um they showed some new characters in this trip dj ah he's the, the that's a new character marissa new character jp a new character so they just showed dj dj has a hell of a different look to him though when was it? Was he in 5? He was in 4, was he? He definitely was in 4, but he had the traditional Street Fighter 2 look. Mm. Uh, was I don't know. Like I say, I don't think DJ made it to 5. Hmm. Well. I don't think he did. He's nope, in this one. He didn't. Right. <clears throat> I actually like the look. He actually looks very cool in this. Uh, right, this, this surprised me, because uh, this studio don't do sequels until now. Uh, Supergiant is doing Hades 2. Mm. Uh, Hades is fucking excellent. Uh, probably one of the best. And this is more of that. That's good. Yep. With a new character. Yeah. Sign me up. I'll play more Hades. Um. So, do you remember Ken Levine? He did the Bioshock game. Ah, I was about to say that name wrong a bell. Mm. And then he sort of left. Yep. To form his own studio, and then hadn't been heard of since. Uh, he's shown off a new game, Judas, which uh, looks like a Bioshock game. I don't understand. So this is like Callisto pro- uh, Protocol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna go and do my own thing and right. then do the same thing. I'm right. <laughs> I'm away doing my own thing, but it's gonna be exactly the same as. Yep. Um. Yeah, this is in space. It's it's one of those like Bioshock. So uh, I like those kinds of games. Um. Like if you'd say to me Bioshock in space, I would just like pray. Yeah, true. Kind of what that is, but yeah, I mean. Could be good. I never understand why uh, Bioshock Infinite was so uh, controversial. I just thought... Yeah, it didn't go down as well as the others, did it? Yeah, it never had the same impact as the first one. I don't think anyone gave a shit about two because the same thing. All guess, right. Uh, this next one's a bit of a left feed. Uh, Bayonetta Origins, Serza and the Lost Demon, which is kind of like a fairy de- tale storybook prequel to fucking Bayonetta. Um, I can't see this playing like the Bayonetta. Oh, no, what what actually is it though? Um, is it, it like just, a visual novel? No, no, it's an action adventure game. Oh, okay. You you play as as little Bayonetta or Cereza, she's called as Forest doing stuff. Fair enough. Um, Ghostbusters. Do you want to be a Ghostbuster? Oh, the VR one. Rise of the Ghost Lord. It, it had one of those uh trailers where people pretending to actually play a game. Yeah, I hate those trailers. <laughs> Uh, always remember the, the division. Yeah, that's oh, the one that always right. sticks in my boy. It's like no one, no one talks like that. For real. Nope. Like just doesn't. You're either shouting stuff at each other, or you're just like everyone's sort of quiet and everyone. Ah, ah, that's exactly. Or are we the weirdos? Because we do that. Is this no, 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 no. <laughs> I think that's uh, it's just more. Look at all the fun these people are having. Uh, there was a Destiny two expansion shown. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Suicide Squad kill kill the Justice League was shown. There, there was yeah the the main reason for this reason to show the game because you haven't seen that much of it. Um, but they revealed that uh, Batman is in it, evil Batman, uh, and it is Kevin's last role. Which is a nice thing because I thought it was going to be bloody multiverses. Mm. So Uh, in proper Batman, and it it came up at the end. You, Kevin. Uh, yeah, it was nice. nice. Um, someone complains it's like, oh, the lot, it's it's just died, and then you're going to kill him in this game. It's like, you, first start, you don't know that, and also, you're 
he's playing a role. It's his last role. It's his last. Yeah. How is that disrespectful in any way? You... Plus, he always said his favorite thing he ever did was playing evil Batman on that TV series. <laughs> uh, Last of Us Part One's come. Shakar. Uh, now you can overpay for a game you've already played before. I wonder what'll be cheaper on P. Um, ah, it's fifty lads. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I was actually seeing it on Steam today. Fifty lads to pre-order. Yeah, pay that twenty pound PlayStation. <laughs> Fuck's sake! If it see if it was fifty on PlayStation, that probably would have probably would have been okay. Mm. Um, they showed the trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is the sequel Jedi something respawns oh, <laughs> Star Wars game. The Star the Wars Souls like the the Souls Easy Mode. <laughs> It's it's good. Though. I hear it is good, but it's 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 gonna give you nowhere near as much trouble as no, the Souls game no, would. No, no, no. Uh. Um, it's out on the seventeenth of March. Um, uh, yeah, I I don't think it's a Star Wars property. It's EA. I don't think they're willing to. They don't trust the pl- players enough to to just make it hard. But I, I think from software this year has proven that's bullshit, and you can still sell games and make them hard as fuck. Yep. yep. Um, interesting we one here. Um, did, did you ever play Celeste? I never played it, but I heard nothing but good things about it's it. It's really good. It's like purely platforming. Um, mm. you have to jump your way through levels, uh, stringing together. Like you can do air jumps, but it's limited. And then you can only do two. But there's things you can do, um, to recharge them as you go. And it's kind of like get through this level. You're not allowed to touch the ground. Um, so this this looks like a. It kind of looks like a, a Metroidvania. I'm not sure if it is, but it, it's like there's no combat and stuff. You play this, uh, what well, looks like a teetling, mm. demon girl with horns, uh, running about this pixel world fighting thing. Uh, love the art. Uh, June, open world MMO, June Awakening. That was already announced. They just almost actually showed it. I, uh, I switched up. Bored. I, I tried to watch the first film. I tried to read the book. Not for me. <laughs> it's just not for me. Uh, they showed some Forspoken. Still don't know what's going on. There's a lot there's of... A, there's <laughs> a demo if you want to try it, but it yeah. never caught my attention. Yeah. It is a Square Enix game. Yeah. Lots of lights. I should probably... And here's the big one. Death Stranding 2 has been announced. Hey. <laughs> Surprise. All, all those celebrities that uh, Hideo Kojima has been capturing the likeness. Uh, it's the usual... Uh, Kojima trailer where it just doesn't want to end and every time you think it's end it comes back again you're like gone fuck off He's, for the love of god I don't care I hate I, I, I'm probably in the minority I don't like the way Kojima does his trailers because they, they're just nonsensical uh, yep. and it does a thing it, it does a thing where it'll do three or four fake this is the end and then it'll you know oh here's a stinger after the thing Ah, here's mm. another one, and it's like, but all of them have don't make any sense. Or you don't know what they are. It's like, well, here's this character, and you're like, who the fuck's that? I've never seen that in my life. What is it? Do you remember the original announcement? Like, they didn't even have any like footage or anything. They done an announcement trailer for Metal Gear Four using the Metal Gear Three engine, where it was like all these seats and. Like, you know, like, director seats from a movie? Oh, was that and, not... I think that was... Oh, yeah, was yeah, that was Metal Gear 3. Was that what that was, sorry? Because they like, did the whole thing where it was like, oh, Snake's back. All oh, right, okay. And they were I lying guess, bastards again because it wasn't the same Snake. Uh, and that were... 
was it Raiden showed up wearing Sam Fisher's freaking head thing and all this hair, and it just went on forever. Though. Yeah, he, he does love himself. <laughs> he does. That's I've just me and Heidi have never got along, and I don't think we ever will. I like his games, except for Death Stranding. I bounce, but I I love the Metal Gear series. No point in pretending I don't, but he is very much. I think he's just desperate to do a movie, but no one will let him do it because he probably wants to do a 15-hour movie or something. I know, I think he'd be... I, do you not think he'd have enough pull to convince a studio to let him direct? Yeah, he and, then he, and then he would hand them a script and they'd be all, oh, are you doing a series of movies? And they'd be all, no, this is one film. And you're like, oh, we can't make a movie 15 hours long. What are you all about? Why is there a two-hour scene with two boys in a cafe chatting? They'd be told where to go. Um... EA showed, right, here's one of, the, one of those games to talk about with one of those titles. Immortals of Avium? It looks like some first-person magic thing. I was going to say, that sounds like a Mega Drive beat-em-up. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember all those shitty Mega Drive games that no one really remembers, and they were always like, something of something? Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a modern interpretation of that. <laughs> uh, new Tekken trailer. Um, Imagine of gameplay. Wee bit. And they're like, first gameplay, sort of. But we we do have Jun Kazama coming back. Now, everyone's saying she's back, she's back, she's back. And it's like, hang on, boys. She's she's a, in a CGI trailer. Uh, don't, don't think she's back yet. How about we wait till we see her first? They wouldn't have shown it. She wasn't playable. But the big, my big problem is, though, it's like, why do we even need Jun? We have Askaza who plays... It plays exactly like June, so what you're just gonna have two Junes now, or are you getting rid of Asuka? Yeah, does that mean there's but like this has happened? Yeah, but that was tag tournaments where you had literally anyone that had ever been in a Tekken game before was in it, and then some. But um, I'll I'll keep my eye on it, but I seen King still there, so that'll be me happy. You know, you do it... Tekken with King, you won't get my you won't get my seal. It's Tekken. You love Tekken. I do love Tekken. Although they were talking about this new heat system, about the walls exploding, and I went, hmm, okay. <laughs> Everyone will be turning that off. <laughs> yeah. Is, if that's something you can turn off, it'll be like, nah, if I wanted Dead or Alive, I would play Dead or Alive. I want Tekken. I just want to beat the shit out of people. I mean, people were pretty suspect about those, you know, the, the super moves oh, yeah. that you got as well, but I think they added them. Whereas uh, you're in a dire street and you could use it to get yourself in. Mm. And, and they didn't, like, it wasn't like they completely broke things. You had one oh, as true. well. So, uh, yep. I, I think it'll just be like that. They, those guys know a fan yeah. game. Uh, Nightingale, which was that uh, Victorian uh, sort of MMO type thing mm. that was shown. There's Mary Poppins umbrella. So oh, they, right, okay. Can fly about. Uh, but they, they gave a, a release date for Baldur's Gate 3 in August. And that's a month. That's been out nearly out. Um, for well over a year, I think. Uh, Wayfinder, character-based online RPG, action RPG. Uh, it's being published by the Warframe guys. I don't know. It's an all generic ass fucking thing. Fuck that game's still going strong without Warframe. Yeah, yeah, people love that. I could. I I played it for ten minutes and went, nah, this is boring as shit. Yeah, I've tried it a couple times. Uh. Fire Emblem engages expansion pass. I'm not. More fire. Uh, 
so they confirmed Diablo 4's release date, which is 6th of June, and showed some Blizzard-style pre-rendered cutscene things. A lot of Diablo stuff happening. Diablo looks good, but it's going to have some shitty Activision-style yeah. monetization. Yeah. Which, yeah, we may as well talk about this now. It's like they have announced that it's going to handle passes and seasons. And uh, if you pay £90, you get to skip 20 tiers. <laughs> Uh, and so it's got free to it's got free to play shit, uh, and, and it's a full price game. I don't your, think I want it. I don't think I, no. Uh, they announced uh, Horizon Forbidden West DLC to play Horizon Forbidden West. As Elden Ring came out at the same time. Didn't have oh yeah. Right. Uh, Amazon is bringing over a MMO called Blue Protocol, uh, which I think has been out. Asian countries for a while. I'm just bringing it west. That thing they tried to do failed. Oh yeah, what was their thing? Can't Another word for name. Uh, you might be right. Like that. Dressed up as conquistadors. Oh, here's another good one. Remnant from the Ashes is getting a sequel. Hmm. That, uh, Remnant was very good. Yeah. Dark Souls with guns. Uh, yep. Uh, very much enjoy. Uh, Ninja playing through that. Getting to the end game. For some somehow the end boss way before we should have we should have been grinding out more levels but we got paired up with some boy that carried us through the end boss. <laughs> we were just kept dying over and over again while this boy was fighting. Him. Oh shit! Um, they're making a Transformers game. Reactivate. Aye, uh, that's from Splash Damage. Splash Damage. There was a clip from the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh yeah, him going through the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, uh, we already. Like, I think you've done enough. I think people are people. Want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't nod. Uh, the guys. Uh, Life is strange. Uh, they have a making a new game, an action RPG called uh, Banishers: Ghosts of New Eden. Nor great title. Uh, mm-hmm. but it looks like you play a guy who goes around fighting ghosts and stuff. But you have as a companion your dead wife's ghost, who helps you. Which is interesting. Um, They show gameplay of Space Marine 2, which looks very different from Space Marine 1. It does. It almost almost looks like a Musou game. Mm. There's that many of them. uh, So, yeah, I I guess if you're going to make a Space Marine game, uh, it'd be kind of shitty just to do no Gears of War type thing in Mm. this day and age. So maybe they'll try doing something a bit more unique. Mm. It's unique if it's hack and slash tons of... The, um... They look oddly like models. Don't they? Yeah. I think it's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I think they've gone that route, down that route deliberately. Yeah, try to make them actually look like the miniatures, like someone's yeah. painted them. I, I, I like that. Um, some sort of weird thing, uh, Meet Your Maker, where from what I could pick up, it looked like you had, it, it might be like an asymmetric multiplayer where you're building kind of like, Oh, what'd you call it? Dungeon Master? Is that what you dungeon make? Dun- keeper. Dungeon Keeper? And then someone has to try and run it? I don't know if I was picking that. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, there's a new Crash Bandicoot game, but uh, it's a 5e5 thing, which is probably going to have microtransactions because yep. this is going to be... I, no, who wants this? No, I know. Crash Bandicoot is a platformer. It is not a com- sort of online competitive game also you cannot say crash team and then not have the next word be racing yeah true lords fallen got another trailer um <laughs> they wheeled out michael madsen oh what's he doing some game called crime boss it looks 
fucking stupid. <laughs> right, we not learned our lesson with Driver 3 and Michael Madsen. You want to talk about memes gone too far? Chuck Norris is in this. Aye, aye, there you go. Fucking but shitty Chuck Norris. Also, Danny Trejo. Well, Danny Trejo's cool. And Danny Glover. Okay. <laughs> but fucking I hate Chuck Norris. So it's a first-person shooter heist game. Does that mean it's just payday? Oh, it's payday? I was about to say, is it just payday then? Is it going to be a poor man's payday though? Who's making it? Uh, Good question. Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me this is not going to be a, like a studio we've ever heard of. They spend all their money on actors. Aye. Why just Michael like Madsen? Michael Madsen is awful. Like, bad. Just because he was in... Quentin Tarantino put him in films. That's the only reason anyone knows who he is, but he can't act for shit. Yeah, I'd say Tarantino films. What else does he do? A bunch of B-movie track. No, B-movie's too kinks. I like B-movies. Just crap. Just shite. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty got a trailer. Idris Elba's mm. in it. Idris Elba. It looks like more Cyberpunk. I'm yep. here for it. Uh, then we got Final Fantasy 16. Uh, the edgy one. It's like Final Fantasy. It looks very much in line in 7. Act uh, like gameplay wise. Uh, uh-huh. And then the last thing, that was the last thing, but before that, but what's way more important, even though I've never played one of them in my life, uh, Armor Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Very fucking cool trailer. So if you don't know, this is from Software's mech game series that they haven't made one since the PlayStation 3. Mm. Uh, now Did you know? No, I didn't. From Software had to come out and explain that Armored Core does not play like a Souls game. Because people were all, oh, wow, it's Mac Souls. And you're like, no, no, it's Armored Core. There were, it, it was coming down with fucking miniguns. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yep. People were going mad thinking they were getting a robotic Souls game. And from Software had to come out and go, this is an old series of ours. This is not a new IP. Um, Go, go check the originals if you want to see the type of gameplay you're going to get. I think I'm going to go do that. I think I might go check out 2 and 3 because I think that's where it peaked. Oh, the, man. On the PlayStation Armored 2. Core 2 was fucking amazing. Uh, the PlayStation 3 ones uh, don't yeah, seem to be... Uh, yeah, But this is, this is 2022 from software. Um, oh, yes. But I will point out, this is definitely not the Elden Ring team. This isn't Miyazaki's team, oh, because no. this is out next year. Yeah. But I think From Software have that reputation now, and if yes. someone was to go, I will just release this, they'll be like, no, no, you just don't release something. You make sure you have an absolutely killer game, because you're not just putting your own reputation on the line anymore. It's the From Software name, which means mm. the Soul Series reputation is on the line. I mean... The- <laughs> From software, they always like historically have been the kings of jank. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't and know. The they came along. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna go. Um, but yeah, obviously their games get a lot more money than they used to. They get a lot more mm. budget to make them. So uh, I know nothing of the Armored Core series myself. That's where patches first showed up. There you this go. Is true. <laughs> uh, I'm mad that. Before we go on to wrestling, um, one other thing in the news that's worth bringing up. Uh, So Days Gone, the open world zombie thingamajig, uh, where your air quote biker, Stu forms me if you're riding a a scrambler, your 
not a fucking biker. Well, no, I'm not trying to say I'm a fucking hell's angel here. Like, but if you turn around to someone and you go, I'm going to make this character and he's going to be a badass biker and I'm going to put him in the leather waistcoat and all. And then he jumps on a fucking scrambler, which is what the fucking hoods and, you know, housing estates drive on. You're not like if I was out in the road and I was on my bike and I seen a boy in a waistcoat going past me on a scrambler, I'd be like, what the fuck's this guy out here? What the flying fuck? <laughs> but even, even the whole idea is he's trying, what was it? He says, oh, people just can't get over the fact that I made a badass biker. Yeah, well, like, I, I, I can quote him here. So this is John Garvin. Uh, just to be John clear, uh, the director, one of the directors of the, uh, I don't think he's with the developer anymore. Um, no, both, but, both directors left on to do other things. Yeah. But he has been vocal uh, and very salty about how his game was received. Um, and someone tweeted at him, I think, I'd, I think uh, they found one person that enjoyed the game. <laughs> Um, and they're like, oh, how come this didn't get a bigger, you know, how come more people didn't enjoy this? And he, he cited three reasons. It had tech issues like bug streaming and frame rate. Totally fucking throwing his, just, just a slap in the face to all of his, all of his programmers. Uh, it had reviewers who couldn't be bored to actually play the game. Citation. Uh, and Mm. three, it had woke reviewers who couldn't handle a gruff white biker looking at his date's ass. So, as a person who has played this game, didn't pick up on it, didn't even register with me with this being any sort of political statement and what the the color of his character skin was or anything like that. This game is boring as shit. Mm. That is the reason why no one liked your damn game. It's boring. It's, uh, you watched Walking Dead and uh, saw Norman Reedus' character and just stole that idea. I also think he watched maybe one or two episodes of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Sons of Anarchy, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool too. Uh, um, And the the main thing is, is when when I played it, it's uh, open world with not a a terrible lot to do. And I played it after it got past it. There wasn't... um, The shooting feels not great. You know, guns have no punch to them. Yeah, I heard the ship was very floaty. Yeah, yeah. The bike is also very floaty. Doesn't handle great. Um, like, that's meant to be one of the main features of this game, by the way. When this game was being talked about, they kept talking about, oh, you'd customize your bike and your bike's going to be, like, your main companion and all throughout the game. And apparently the bike handled, like, absolute shite. Yeah. And then the, the one interesting thing it did was the hordes. That that's the, They had their horde tech, and that was the best thing about it. Now, you have to keep in mind, this is a first party, and the caliber of game that come out yeah. first party on PlayStation, the bar is... Vin- yeah, because this came out around the same time as Ghost and God of War. Mm. So- and and uh, even if you hadn't compared to those two, this is a mediocre open-world game. Mm. Uh, that that's that's the most you can say about it. And that's that's all. <laughs> like yeah. that's me having played as much as I could put up with. Hey, um, they I know you were saying you know that the horde was the horde technology is probably the best thing about it. Mm. From what I took away from it, I enjoyed the World War Z hordes more than the Days Gone hordes. Oh yeah, but the Days Gone hordes, you pretty much. I didn't get far enough into it where I could 
you know, take one on, so you're avoiding them. And most of my time was spent sneaking around, killing other guys. And it doesn't do that particularly well or in an interesting way either. No, stealth was awful. Yeah. Um, so it's it like calling it bad. Yeah, maybe it's not bad, but it definitely is mediocre. And the way it's shaked out in reviews, I think that's exactly what it deserved. There was no, yeah. there, there's, there was no identity politics to it. Um, just don't get he's just a fucking he can't well, take it well the thing we have to finish up on this story is so the the was it john john garvin mm-hmm. right so john garvin who then made this game and then bits that no one understood his game and all the rest of it well he's about to make an nft game now oh yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. fuck that guy <laughs> The other director, uh, Jeff Ross, came out after this yeah. and said uh, his views do not, uh, he doesn't share the same views as the rest of the yep. studio. And he, he like, acknowledges the problems and he says, look, we were a small studio that put off more than we could do. That's mm-hmm. that's what happened. Uh, he was literally, he was the guy that was saying there was like, there was one person that was dealing with this, this, this and this mm. and i think for one person doing all that you know they've done the best they could he didn't throw anyone under the bus he just says listen we were the tiny wee team and we were being and we were trying to do a triple a game and you know it just it didn't work yeah and while garvin is trying to scam people out of money with an nft game uh ross is working on two million. yeah cool <laughs> so that's the difference there there's the difference and that's your news hmm. hey we didn't have to complain about it. yeah we didn't really complain we just laughed at a guy uh, wrestling then. Um, wrestling, big week. So yeah, there was a ton of shit. Um, this is going to be a long pod. Uh, AEW first. <laughs> Let's get into that. We'll we'll start off with uh, Diamond Dynamite. <laughs> Bit different this time. The winner would challenge MJF at a later date, as he is the champion, so he would not be in the battle royale. Um, no surprises. In, uh, who won this? Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Uh, I like the way they sort of continued the kind of type thing with Ethan Page. Yep. Which was... I, uh, I don't know if that feud will go anywhere, anywhere uh, soon. I think that will always be hanging around for a bit. Yeah, which is which is, is fine. Yep. Um, did any, is there anything that you would point out during... Uh, there probably is something that you would point out during, during Battle Royale that happened. Probably not. Probably. Jungle Boy's very scary chokeslam. Yes. Morrissey, Bill. Oof, big Bill, big, as he's now being called. Big Bill chokeslam and Jungle Boy in the apron near killing. Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah. Um, I hear he is okay, though. That's good. Uh, as well in this, we, we got some interesting stuff with Matt Hardy. Mm. Do you think Matt Hardy's maybe close to breaking? I think he is. Mm. I think he's... People, people have been saying they'd love him to go broken again because broken Matt's just so fun. He is, I. Oh, people love that shit. They, madness. I get why he doesn't want to. You know, he tried the big money Matt stuff. Maybe didn't. Mm, something yeah. different. Um. Yeah, but the, so as soon as Starks wins this, out comes in promo time. I wish we had more of this. The oh. their, their matches next week. These the, promos were fucking brilliant. Though. Uh, I MGF called Starks dollar store. Dollar store Dwayne and Stark said, You smell like paint thinner and ass. <laughs> paint thinner. I fucking died laughing when he said that. You smell like paint thinner and ass. Uh Starks Starks's promo though, it was just it was just pure dusty road shit. Yep. It was amazing. Uh yeah. Uh, what was it? It's, 
There was a fucking cracking bit where I think would if even started all all right, Maxi Pad, listen up. And obviously the crowd started chanting, <laughs> and the camera was right on MJF, but he saw if that sticks, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a great. The the crowd was behind uh, the Starks all the way. It's good MJF getting the boon that he wants. Yep. It's it's just a pity how short lived this is going to be. I hope started back in the obscure this week, mm. and it's the ring and the belt at the same time, is it? Yeah, because apparently it was MJF who gets to choose when the ring uh, would be on the line. I thought it was since he's the ring holder. Right. No, that's why MJF was all. I'm just gonna deal with you in one fail swoop. So yeah, it would have been better if if they split them up and give Starks the Because mm. does MJF really need the ring if he is the belt? Accessorizing him? You know, know what you could do? This would be fucking bonkers. But you could have Starks pin MJF and he starts losing his mind and MJF grabs a microphone and goes, no, 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 that was just for the ring. Now it's time for the belt. And he just kicks him and then rings the bell for the belt. Mm. That could be interesting. Hmm. Can't see him do it, it's too interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am Jeff. Well, mm. yeah. well, well he did, he dick kicked him at the end of the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that is true. Uh, and <laughs> that Stark speared MJF out of his loafers. I was some spare he had him uh, I love when that happened. Yep. Spears him so hard, the shoes come off. <laughs> so Joe beat uh, Darby for the TNT title. I guess he has to bury Darby with the belt. <laughs> That's what hey, Darby said. He fucking beat him within an inch of his life. Fuck me, eh? Then give him the muscle buster on the skateboard. That <laughs> could not have been good. The thing is, we are so used to Darby's matches where Darby takes a beating mm. and then he'll come back, do a couple of moves, and he'll do his funny wee pin and then he'll win. Where this was just Darby. Like, obviously, Joe is a heel, but the crowd still cheers him when he comes out. And they will cheer him during a match, but I think he had he murdered Darby that much that they turned on him. <laughs> they were like, "No, this this guy's murdering this Wayne. <laughs> we shouldn't be cheering this." Yeah, that was a decent match. It was. It was a good match. It was good. Just made mm. Joe look like a fucking killer, which is what you need. I wonder who's gonna. T- Looks like it's probably gonna be Wardlow since he came out for the save. <clears throat> uh, just to build up uh, to uh, Ring of Honor final battle. We have once again, well, I say once again, but the, they've had so many matches, but they're all different matches uh, between Blackpool Combat Club and the JAS, uh, Jake Hager and Dan versus Claudio and Wheeler. So we have uh, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta winning uh, over Garcia and Hager. It definitely looks like uh, Blackpool Combat Club is here to say even Regal is gone. Um, mm. We got a video that Regal made um basically saying was there with him uh yeah that this was to teach him a lesson to always always have eyes in the back of your head and don't trust any uh and that is regal has been related to yes. WWE. what he had been doing before he got sacked which is fair play to him he did he did some great stuff uh he did i know he's still i think the rule is just because he's still in aw contract but tony khan's happy for him to go he can't appear on camera while he's still under contract. Well, he doesn't want to go on camera. Yeah, I don't think that's what he was going to be less. Um, Got to miss him and Excalibur toward love of Oh, no. I know. <laughs> Shivani should start saying those. <laughs> uh, uh, the woman's stuff then this week. Uh, so Jamie Hayter, um, she is challenging whoever wins between Bonnie and Hikaru Shida on Rampage. Fast forward, uh, that was Shida. The... Uh, Regina DeWave 
uh, which mm. is the wind's title uh, against Bunny. Scalibur explaining what that is uh, during the match. Uh, so we're going to have Sheeta going up against you. Is this going to be Sheeta just uh, being, I'm going to be the your first defense? Ta- well, not first event. The, what, was she Storm's first? One of the first. I, I don't mean one, right? one of the first. Let's uh, um, get one to get, get a decent match defense of a yes. title. If you want to try and show how good your champion is, you put them in the ring with Sheeta, like. <clears throat> that should be a good uh, should be good hard hit match actually. Uh, and then we we seem to be doing an angle with Kira Jade Cargill, you know Kira Hogan and Jade Cargill, <laughs> but not really. There's no promo time to it, mm. uh, and it's weird. Um, I I don't know the J- Jade's stuff has kind of gone flat a bit. I had this six woman match, Kira. It's teaming up with Sky Blue and Madison Rain to take uh, Jade and the bodies, which Jade gets the win. I think this was more of a, like a big sort of sort of return for Red Velvet. It was she, shown. No, it, it, I think that's what it was supposed to be. But I, I it, think they're trying to build to Kira challenging Jade, but it's not very clear. Considering that like Kira got thirty seconds in the ring during this match. Y- yeah, like yeah. Um, could you give her a mic and let her? air her grievances or tell us why she got sacked or do fucking something i don't know she's really good on the mic as well yeah i remember from uh impact uh, fire ah. flavor make me care about this go oh, please <laughs> um and then we had uh brett baker and soraya backstage they're not done they're gonna have a tag team match on the 11th of january uh and soraya has a has to find a partner um, all right Who's that going to be? I will assume either Tony Storm or I can't remember who it was. Someone reckons it could be Thunder Rosa. Yeah, heard that one. I guess it could be. It's a bit mad though you've made her relinquish if she's just getting ready to come back. Should have been fucking done. Should have been done. Even if she was, it's that shit. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention as well. Why is the purple hat so over? Fuck, people love that hat. That that fucking hat. It's just because Hager makes it so silly. (laughs) Like... I think it's because it's such a big, serious-looking guy loving the purple hat. Which, if I'm not mistaken, the purple hat was meant to be Danny Garcia's originally, and then he didn't want it, so Hager loves it yeah. now, and good luck getting it off him. He threw it down, and Hager just picked it up. I don't think he was meant to. Here we go. <laughs> the purple hat is... Yep. Uh, we got a House of Black promo. <laughs> They're coming after somebody, maybe everyone, whoever they are. What do you call them? Traitors? Yeah, somebody's getting murdered. Someone's getting murdered. Uh, they're in a match. This week, are uh, they? Yeah, they just says they're in action. I don't know who they're against, but I dare any silly bastard to get into the <laughs> ring. <room. laughs> oh, is it not? Um, it's Kingston and Ortiz. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh oh. I'm da- I'm intrigued by this Ortiz nonsense. I see what's going on. Ortiz now is a black. Could be very interesting. Could be into that. Uh, we FTR finally got their AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Excellent match. It was a very good match. Claim- I was expecting shenanigans. No, it was like just straight down the middle. It's it's a claim needed a clean one. Yep, because all their stuff has has been surrounded in shenanigans. All the stuff mm-hmm. we swerve in our glory, there was shenanigans. Be it Billy Gunn getting involved or um, swerve in our glory just falling apart in the middle of the match. Yep. Um, so to have them beat. Fucking FTR, one of the best tag teams out there at the moment. That sort of gives mm. them a bit of legitimacy. Um, yep. Just 
they've they've had some great matches and then been in there was really good but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely you know helps it um, to have them is, is I think FTR should be back I, but I think if you want to have FTR win the titles we do that on a pay per view oh hundred percent and just have them chase that wee bit long won't be won't be that long until Revolution February January February time um, I suppose we'll see would you want it that soon or would you love to keep it to like you know double or nothing no I, I don't know. I mean, FTR is going to be... They're definitely going to finally have this match with... Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Especially after the final battle as well, which yep. we'll get to in a second. Um, but then once they get over and done with that, they can maybe mm. be in line for another shot. Who else? The mm. Bucks are busy. Yep. House of Black, but they seem to be occupied with, with other stuff. And uh, they, they, I think they, they should get another... Ah, uh, true. And probably a bit of a longer one this time. Uh oh man that that uh Moxie versus Takeshita on what a on rampage Jesus Christ this match was so good um and the crowd was so behind Takeshita yep just kept kicking out everything uh it was it was excellent it's when he kicked out of that Death Rider after one the mm. crowd lost their minds <laughs> yeah that that guy has what it takes to be a, a star he, uh, he's so. he's gonna be people are gonna be talking about him. Very, very soon as a fucking huge deal. There's uh, your bid more coming soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, uh, apparently he was already offered WWE contract. Fuck. But if he takes WWE contract, it means... Ah. The one thing that's very uh, interesting about the Kesh at the moment uh, is who's been following him and watching him. Oh, yeah. Mm, Mr. Don Callis. Yeah, Don Callis is always lurking. <laughs> I, so he's been doing that on Dark for a couple of weeks now. Yes. And here's our, our weekly shit on JR segment. Yeah. Because Excalibur explains this. Says there's the yes. Hongals again. And then JR's, he might be there to wait, look at Moxie. You don't know. It's like, yeah, he, he does fucking know. He's been doing this for weeks now, JR. If you watched the fucking shows, you would know mm. this. What are you doing? <laughs> it, it is a creeping on Penelope Ford. God, the, it's, it's when he, like, yeah, he's always, he's a legend and all, but it's it's when he does things like that, where it's like Excalibur's trying to do his thing and build the story, and then he just comes through in sandbags everything by not knowing what's going on, and mm. well, somehow that'll be someone else's fault. It's like you know, there's dark and dark mm. elevation. You, you know they're doing stuff elsewhere. Are you obviously not? Like you, can I, say, I don't. Well, like mm. I don't know why he's there. Well, if you'd listen. To Excalibur, Excalibur's explaining exactly why he's there, but then you question him. Yeah, if there's anyone you don't question to, it is Excalibur. They're, like, uh, I don't even want to get into him, but it's time for time for uh, LJR to go out to pasture. I think. Yep, let's get the shotgun out. Uh, <laughs> um, so last week we had uh, Orange Cassidy, or, or was that this week? No, that was this week. Kip Sabian um, yep. has been attacking Orange Cassidy. Kip Sabian. Orange did his usual thing. He's like, you want a shot at my belt? Yep. <laughs> just, uh, just ask. <laughs> Kip Sabian says he can't. Uh, Dawson Rhodes uh, attacked him uh, unprovoked, even though it was in, it was in, a, match. It was in a fucking match. Um, so he's got a mystery partner, and it's Trent Seven. Hmm. Never seen this guy before. He is... Um, it's getting like he's... He's in his forties now, so he's up and coming. But oh. uh, he's very right. He's, he's a British wrestler, strong style. You can mm. probably tell. But oh yeah, 
And he's a big rotund boy. Apparently completely self-taught. A rot boy? A rotund? Rotund. Rotund. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently completely self-taught. Um, there's a whole thing about him with alligator, but I think that has mostly cleared up. Right. As misunderstanding. Right. Something that happened in 2000 at a party for WrestleMania. Um, may have been accused of something he maybe wasn't doing, or... But anyway, um... Yeah, this is a decent win. I haven't seen much of Seven before. So Same. Uh, part of a tag team mustache. Was ah, hence why he was twirling his mustache. Yes. He was the champion. Oh, the tiny boy. Tyler Bate. Yep. Cassidy wins. Do you hmm. think um, Kip Sabian's going to take it off him at some point? Maybe. It w- you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Kip hold the title for a while and be a wee shit weight. Yeah, I think, um, I, the Orange Cassidy stuff's good and all, but uh, you always want to chase. Mm. I don't think the Atlantic title is made for long to have a change of a new champion. Uh, so did you by any chance watch any of Final Battle? I watched Final Battle indeed. Was it not fucking fantastic? It was unbelievable. God, the crowd was just into everything. Um, so just re- really, really good matches. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, so obviously, yeah. first match on the Zero War, mm. I was a happy man. Did you watch the Zero War as well? I did, I. What, the... Like Jeff. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, against, like Jeff was there. <laughs> against Mascara Dor- Dorada. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that was, was that a surprise for you? I didn't know it was coming until they mentioned it on Rampage. Right, right, right. I was all, fuck, Big Jeff, yes, lad. So that's why I tuned in. I was all right. So that's all you have to do to get me to watch your show is have Big Jeff on it. Um, he is a freak. He's a fucking freak. He is. A, and you give him a, a, guy, a guy that he can throw about as well. It's <laughs> all, all the better. There was a bit where a boy jumped off the ropes and he caught him with one arm and just threw him the other side of the <laughs> ring. He was like, he made that look effortless. But uh, I had the whole sh- the 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 zero hour enjoyed that sort of. Um, mm. uh, yeah, main... nah, Matt Menard, Angel Parker taking on right. uh, Eli Summit Cheeseburger. What what do they call themselves again? Shinobi. Uh, Shinobi. Fuck how over is Cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> people love Cheeseburger. Especially a Ring of Honor people. Uh, uh, the Kingdom uh, taking on Top Flight, Willow mm-hmm. Knight and uh, I would say Willow Nightingale's probably going to be challenged uh, for the women's title next. Mm. Oh, because obviously we had our title match. All good, decent matches. Um, then we get into the uh, the main show. Uh, we've got uh, Rush uh, Dralistico, who is is part of LFI. LFI, yes. That's the easy way I say it. <laughs> I was going to attempt it again. Lost passion. Um, <laughs> Taking on Black Christian Day or Fox, so this was really, really good. I, I have come I think he's fucking excellent. I think Rush is unbelievable. Um, this Drellis, guy, he so he was originally um Dragon Lee, yes, he is his brother. No, no, but uh, Dra- Dragon Lee is his brother. This guy was Dragon Lee before, was he not? All right, so hang on, so or is he wait, the same wait. guy? Wait, I am confused here. I thought Dralistico was just Dragon Lee rebranded. Oh, you might because he did call him his brother, and that's when I sort of put the connection together. I was all, oh, that's why he sort of moves familiar and all. Aye, 
Because that's the same guy that he beat the piss out of not so long ago, his own brother. But I think that that's from what I took from it. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think it's a it's a different guy. Oh, it is a different guy. Then. Let me just make Lucha make Libre. Sure. It's fucking crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different guy. <laughs> so, guy, so this is, this was the original Dragon Lee wore that mask. Right. So it's Rush's brother who is now the current Dragon Lee. Uh, actually, no, this is their older brother. That's what. That's why. <laughs> this is their. This is Rush's brother as well. Oh, so he's another th- brother. There's still three brothers. There's three brothers. That's why I was, I was like, wait, is that Dragon Lee in a different mask? But but Roosh was knocking the shit out of him last time we seen them. This makes no yeah. sense. But uh, no, it's, it's fine because this guy's an LFI as well. Um, so, yeah. Um, so my question is, why doesn't Roosh wear a mask? Because that's an LFI thing. They disrespect. Maybe he's not an LFI. So this guy was also Mystico, who was the... Um, he was the he took the Mystico name after the original Mystico left for WWE to become Sin Cara and was shit. Ah, mm. um, I don't know what he is now. Is he Mystico again? Lucha Libre. <laughs> I'm glad we got that uh, straightened out. So this was a good match up until the referee fucked up and counted, <laughs> counted <Yeah>. three. <laughs> and AR Fox won. <laughs> got up going, are you sure? <laughs> yep. At, at, um, you could tell that I mean, even the crowd knew something had went wrong. Yeah. Aye, they were chatting, you fucked up. <laughs> Very unhappy. Yep. Poor Air Fox just took a chair shot directly to the head and the ring just to make it look a bit savage, but aye, fucked up there. Uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Athena for the Ring of Honor Women's title. Probably the best match I've seen out of either of these. Mm, this was brilliant. Uh, since they came to AEW, at least. Uh, it was very, very good. <clears throat> um, definitely liking this just violent thing. Mm. Suits her well. And that's how, how she was. Anyway, so. <laughs> Crowd was on her side though, but obviously it's hometown, she hometown. was hometown. Yeah. Uh, so Mercedes just played up there for a player. Like. Her, her parents were, and she wins mm. uh, the Ring of Honor World Championship. That's a, I think that's a good spot. For Shane Taylor Promotions versus Swerve in Our Glory. Uh, part of this goes back to old days. Shane Taylor. And story Lee. behind this Mitch, the story behind this match was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, um, Keith Lee left for WWE and Taylor feeds all. He just abandoned his line. But the way he left apparently was shocking because they were meant to go for, were they meant to go for the tag titles that night or something? And mm. he was all, nah, I'm away. <laughs> the match was booked and all. He was like, nah, I've been signed. I'm away. So there was actually, there probably was a legit sort of like, what the fuck at the time. We get uh, Swerve doesn't do the fist bump on the way out uh and we'll continue in the uh, these two do <laughs> hard odds but somehow they still win because they're just that good and they do win the match um mm. swerve walks out swerve walked out on on keith lee this time uh do you think that was probably his plan all along so like, you abandon me i'll abandon you except the difference is keith lee won <laughs> <laughs> so we should be getting this swerve versus keith lee at some point yep uh, so, so you had like Keith Lee just having beef with everyone in this match. Yep. And then <laughs> you have the Elder Boy there, just as like I'm here to make. Um, <laughs> it, Dalton Castle and the boys defend the six man against the Embassy, which is uh, Brian Cage and the other and two the guys. It's a Viking. Toa Leona. I do, love, <laughs> I, I do love Dalton Castle and the boys. Though. Yeah. Um, 
nor good match. Uh, the six six man Ring of Honor stuff doesn't have quite the intensity of of trios. No, in, but it's still good. Cage just looking hmm. like an absolute fucking monster. The boys just got thrown around for fun. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get. It wasn't until the commentator explained I wasn't sure what Cage's ring getup was, but it was a, a nod to Canyon. Yeah, yeah, Chris Canyon, good friends with him. Um, mm. um, Embassy are now the six-man champions of Ring of Honor. Uh, Daniel Garcia and Will Uta put on an excellent match. Uh, yep. These guys can... I love the way it started, though, with just the first thing Garcia does is just Fists. punch Uta in the face. And then Uta turns around and punches him back. <laughs> they both they both get their closed fist warning. And then Garcia doing the whole... Making Uta use up his three rope breaks yep. within the first three minutes. Yep. Like actually shoving him into the ropes in a hold and say that's a rope break and the referee's yep. like, I alright then <laughs> <laughs> It's like come on they fuck. But yeah, uh these two are great. Yep. Uh and we get Wheeler Uta winning Garcia won't shake hands with him, but like begrudgingly hand No. Ready for <laughs> for round three, FTR versus the Briscoes double dog collar match. This was violent. This was madness. Even the referee got colour in this match. <laughs> That's right. Fucking hell. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they did They did not hold back. Um, no, they just went for it. Chains were utilised. It was bloody violent. Real, really good. The uh, bit that caught me was, remember they had all the chairs lined up on the outside? Mm-hmm. And Cash oh. was on the bottom, and he just grabs a chain and pulls your man off the ropes, mm-hmm. and he just lands on the other chairs. And then he clears his days, shouts the Dax, fucking murder him. <laughs> starts throwing all the chairs into the ring. And Ian Riccoboni's all, I'd love to repeat what he said, but I can't, even though we're on pay-per-view. It was a brutal, brutal match. Uh, this has got the beat of it. Uh, Briscoe's finally winning the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships back. That'll just have them be in Ring of Honor now. FTR will probably not be in Ring of Honor. Good Smojo versus Juice Robinson for our TV title. It's the first time we've seen Juice since he's been signed. Good match, though. It was a good match. There wasn't a bad, to be honest. No, there really wasn't. It was such a good pay-per-view. <laughs> it's like, as a surprise. It was start to finish. Hey, do you know what this... Right, I, just very quickly off topic. This shows me you don't need big five-hour pay-per-views. You don't, no. This this was pretty tight three hours. Like, uh, Perfect. Uh, Juice Robinson coming out fucking decked out in bull club gear, which mm. not signed in New Japan anymore. I know there's still New Japan crossover stuff. Is there something? Uh, Joe retains uh, the main event. Jericho versus Claudio. Lord, the uh, Jericho and him squaring up. Jericho kicks him. And then you just hear, what do you call the other commentator? Uh, uh, Caprice Coleman. Uh, Caprice. And they're just talking about something. He just goes, Rick Body, run! And they just, <laughs> Jericho coming down after him. <laughs> chases him around. It was funny. And then, like, Rick Body sold it so well. You see when uh, he came back, he's like, looked like he was in shock. Um, uh, um, but then it, during the match, he was just pure cheering Claudio. Yep, yep. <laughs> Definitely not being impartial after. Nope. Um, uh, Do you know the crowd actually during this match was brilliant? Because any time there was a 10 count, it was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Oh, Joe! <laughs> 9, 10. <laughs> Is this going to be the new annoying thing? That- this can be the new annoying thing. But he's not the Ocho anymore. He lost the belt. Oh, he's still Whatever. the Ocho, though. Because he, he's, yeah. had, he's had eight world titles. If he wins an hour world title, he. True. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
about Claudio getting Jericho up for the uh, gorilla press as well? Mm. That was really impressive. A certain seven foot tall guy couldn't do that. No. When he no. tried. Do you know one of my favorite moments in the match was, though? You know when the first time Claudio went for the swing and Jericho. Oh, the reversal? Yes. Rolls through the legs and turns it into the walls. I was like, that holy was fuck, that was so smooth. It was. I was really, really seen that done before. Oh. Um, or thing I haven't done was uh, someone tap on a swing. The finish? Aye. Which was great. Um, 30 so, seconds he was spinning for, and then yeah. I seen the hand going. I was like, is he tapping? And I was like, ah, he's been spinning for 30 seconds. He's probably fucked up. <laughs> Get me out of here. So aye, that was actually a really cool finish of the match. Yeah, Do you think Ring of Honor is heating up then for TV? No. No? It's not much. Uh, I All think right. it was in the, the, the scrum afterwards. Tony, it's just, it's going to uh, stream uh, right. Honor Club a bit on. Um, okay. But they couldn't All right, but there is going to be a weekly show though on Honor Club. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's how it's working. Um, so they're getting ready for a weekly TV show though. Yes, I'm going to see very much. Ah, right, fair yeah. enough. But ah, wrestling, uh, I guess. Good. This has been a long one. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> folks. But, you know, lots of wrestling, lots of games. Not our fault. But yeah, it's it's disappointing that they get mm. obviously that would be at like Honor Club's a tenor, which is a big four ring is a tenor, and I know like you don't get the WWE weekly shows and after, but you do get all their paper. I don't think they're gonna change Honor Club to suddenly include the pay per views because it doesn't it separate. Is it worth paying a tenor for a weekly Ring of Honor show and back catalog? It might be worth the pay for a month or two to watch all you want to know if uh, on like, what what is what is impact charging at the They're I think they're a tenor as well. Yeah. I think well, they're a tenor. When you stack that up against WWE's offer, mad. It's the thing I know they don't have the weekly shows, but they do have the it's sort of like what would you rather have the pay per views or the weekly show? Mm. It's like can't I have both? <laughs> But you know, WWE's got them big, big uh, TV deals, whereas uh, these true. are a lot smaller. You can't so support them if you can. Uh, like AEW's, what's AEW for their weekly? I only pay like, is it three pounds something a month? I think it's like six. <laughs> is that what it's up to now? I must yeah. actually. But, it's, oh but the, that's that's three hours of wrestling per week for yeah, six pounds a month. Yeah, that, true. That's that's loads. Like yeah, that's yeah. I think that, mm. um. Yeah, then then when you can compare Ring of Honor to this, but again, AEW has a TV deal, yeah. <laughs> which is the big, um, and it must be hard trying to shop that to to networks, being like, isn't that the thing that Sinclair had and were shutting down because it wasn't doing anything for? Then what does Tony Khan say? Oh, but that's because I came along, made a promotion, and killed them. <laughs> Oops! Oops! I stole their. T- oh <laughs> shit! <here> to fix it. <laughs> Uh, I think they're they're gonna have new Japan stuff on there, which is uh, is something. Um, like you said, it'd be interesting to do it for the month and check back a lot of the old Young Bucks stuff. Oh, there's so much good, like all the Joe stuff, mm. uh, Adam Cole, CM Punk, um, AJ Styles. Like mm. so much talent has come through there. Uh, th- there's no denying that that back catalog is is gold. Mm. Um, uh, but. Let's say we call it a day here. We've mm. rambled on and on. <laughs> a uh, long day. It is I. So we're going to leave and then we'll be back again next. See you then. Bye. Bye.